Hey everyone, this is Paul Kingsbury. Welcome to the Cutlass Podcast, where we provide fresh perspectives to help you become a more sturdy, versatile, incredible leader and manager. Engage with us online at cutlassleadership.com and like and follow my Facebook page. And send me your questions and topic suggestions to cutlassleadership at gmail.com. Enjoy this episode. All right, everyone, welcome back. So one of the things I cover in the Chief Petty Officer Guide is the concept of leading up, down, and across. And what this really means is that you're going to use your power bases and influence tactics to influence people who work for and with you and even those who you work for to achieve your goals and make a positive difference. So specifically in Chapter 10 of the guide, I offer insight and advice on leading yourself because you can't positively influence others if you can't manage your own personal life I recently participated in a LinkedIn networking session hosted by a colleague and a former shipmate of mine. Uh, And the topic we we focused on was called Villains and Heroes, and it really connected with me, and I thought it'd be a great topic to talk with uh, today. Uh, And during that time, the group took time to explore those personal villains that come uh, at us from inside and outside, and they work to distract or derail us in our personal and professional lives. So here with me today to discuss that a bit more is... uh, Rodney Crodister, he's a retired mass chief. He currently hosts the Coffee Connect networking session I mentioned. But before starting his entrepreneurial journey, Rodney served for 25 years in the U.S. Navy nuclear power program and then had a short stint in a corporate manufacturing setting. Uh, He's trained engineer, licensed financial advisor, entrepreneur, and founder of the networking group Coffee Connect. And he's an empowering leader who's passionate about helping everyone to achieve success with and the dreams they are chasing personally, spiritually, and financially. So, Rodney, thanks for joining me on the Cutlass Podcast today. How are you? How are you doing? Man, I am unstoppable, Paul. Right, I'm excited to be here and share the the, the conversations around the the topic today, uh, and definitely grateful for you and, and this platform uh, and the opportunity to connect. Uh, as well with my Coffee Connect family. Always grateful for my Coffee Connect family and grateful for the fire that God put in my heart right now to help others succeed. Yeah, and I love that we were able to connect through this uh, LinkedIn venue. So that's uh, we hadn't seen each other in a while, so it's pretty cool to be able to connect with you and join you on these. So let's start with that. How did this whole Coffee Connect networking session start? Yeah, so obviously we were all placed in uh, kind of some unusual circumstances uh, a few months back, right, when COVID hit and the quarantine session hit. Really, 20, 21 weeks ago, I was kind of looking for uh, some avenue to be able to connect with people because a lot of my life was really spent around networking events. Uh, so I had uh, you know, partnered up with some of my uh, networkers, co-networkers, and uh, said, hey, what do we need? What do we need to do? What can we provide for people? And uh, we were looking to provide a forum just where you know people could come in and talk about uh, maybe what struggles they were facing, right? I, I remember conversations early on uh, were really about homeschooling and some of the simple things that were out there because people had been hit with this thing and didn't know where to go, right? So yep. uh, that's kind of where it all stemmed from. And, and today we just go week to week figuring out what we can talk about and help others with. Yeah, I think it's awesome. And uh, you hosted uh, out of Cincinnati, right? That's where you're at. Yeah, absolutely. Out of Cincinnati. And uh, the, the goal initially really wasn't just to keep it in Cincinnati, right? It was to outreach it as far as we could. And uh, obviously, you're in Virginia. We've had people in Seattle and Chicago and Florida. 
uh, tie into this thing. So I just love it that it's being able to connect people all over the United States right now. Okay. And uh, just for those who don't know, you know, I like the forum too, right? So as we learn to explore these tools of uh, online collaboration, you know, with Zoom or Microsoft Teams or LinkedIn tools, I like how you, you kind of basically tee us up with a topic and then we discuss it, have talking points, and then you're able to break us out into, you know, these small chat rooms and then you meet other people. So there's a networking component. There's a discussion and a learning component. Uh, so I think it's a really cool uh, thing that I've learned from. So uh, on our last session this week, yeah. as I mentioned to the audience, um, you brought up this discussion of villains and heroes. And like I said, it, it connected with me. So what prompted you to select that specific topic? And can you explain uh, like why you put it into the context of this villains and heroes? When I look at uh, uh, topics, I really relate a lot of stuff back to you know our naval career and our naval experiences and stuff. And uh, we've all experienced the fact that you know come that four month point or five month point of a, a six or seven month deployment that there's some stuff that starts to creep in. And, and I couldn't help but to think that man, we're we're really in this five month point of quarantine deployment which, oh, by the way, is an unlimited set time right now because no one knows when it's going to end or when it's going to go away. And I couldn't help but to think that people probably have a lot of self, self-doubt uh, and maybe even some regret kind of creeping in at this point and not understanding what direction they were going into. And I always know, you know that there's, there's always opposite forces uh, acting against each other. So when I started thinking about the good and evil uh, of what was happening, right, between the self-doubt or limiting beliefs that they were having, uh, I couldn't help but to think that everybody always needs a hero. So that's what I kind of contexted it with was, you know, uh, let's talk about villains and heroes and really how you can persist in, uh, and uh, prevail uh, over what might be uh, distracting you today. So, you know, we got in the discussion and then, you know, as we went around, one of the things was like, hey, what are the villains currently in your life? And so I kind of started thinking, you know, immediately like, okay, these villains, you know, they come from inside, they come from outside, they could be influences from our childhood, they could be current day influencers, but they're really the things that really get in our head and challenge our value and belief systems um, or things that we let get in there, right? So, and I mentioned my my, my story about, hey, yeah. you know, sometimes, you know, doing a podcast is great, but you want to influence stuff. It takes time and overcoming that sense of like, well, is anyone listening and things like that? Those are... Those are things that come from inside, but sometimes there's narratives that are passed down. You know, maybe your parents, you know, necessarily didn't uh, give you a sense of self-worth or things like that. And, and it really affects you down the road. So, so let's talk about those. So from your perspective, what are some of these internal villains that are most common and where do they come from? You know, I mentioned self, self-doubt and, and regret, but I mean, depression, anxiety, uh, procrastination, frustration, those are all just kind of, of evidence of, uh, those villains that are inside of you, uh, and, and it all comes from they, they come from a lot of different places, right? And you had mentioned, you know, our our upbringing, our environment, our culture. I think it's most important to to understand that they all start with our thoughts, right? It, it is our thoughts that uh, derive our beliefs. And the best thing that everyone can kind of keep in perspective when they're talking about their thoughts of man, this isn't right, or this is going to be forever, or uh, they they put everything in a negative context, right, is that you have a choice uh, to do that. And I would subject that if if people want to have better thoughts so that they can limit or prevent the, the villains from creeping in, right, Yeah, have more positive uh, options to, to say, right? 
uh, one of the most powerful books that I've read uh, on this, right, is from uh, 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 Pastor Joel Osteen, uh, The Power of I Am, okay. right? And he really just talks about how to keep all of your stuff positive, right? And I, I am a good speaker. I am a good uh, podcast host or whatever else it is so, so that things tend to go more positively uh, than to allow those villains to creep in. Preventative measures are always the best effect, right? Absolutely. All right, so that's the internal stuff, right? And like I said, uh, you know, self-narratives things, even that self-doubt. Um, and I, I would offer, yeah. I don't care if you're like a new leader, a young person, or the most senior leader, right? Some of the most experienced senior people in their field, successful rock musicians or, you know, artists and different things, those rock musicians will tell you every time they go out in front of a crowd, it's not like, all right, hey, we're doing it, right? There's that sense of anxiety and nervousness that comes with, you know, am I am I doing things I need to do? So that's that's some of those internal things we can all uh, work towards. So what are some of these external things and where do those come from? What are those common villains? Yeah, man, there's, there's a ton of them. And a lot of it is, is what are we're letting, what we're letting in. Right. I, I never believed the fact that if I left the TV on late at night, that whatever the TV was saying, right. Those infomercials and everything else that runs to wee hours of the morning that could feed my brain. But what I found out over the last couple of years when I started taking some practices to revert to, to reverse some of that, right. Uh, meaning not leaving it on or putting something else into my head at night, that it's absolutely true that what you're hearing, you start to believe external pieces uh, could be the news. It could be the media, uh, you know, it could be the people around us. Uh, at one point in time, when I came into uh, the, the financial business, right. My, my, brother had told me, oh, you're going to be one of those guys. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means, yeah. right? Uh, it, it got to that point where I was just like, I, I, I don't need to listen to him, right? I don't need to be around that because that's holding me back from achieving what I'm trying to achieve. Uh, so you got to be mindful of the associations, the group of people that you're around. Our, our church sometimes can influence that. Uh, the books that we read, uh, those are all external influences. And uh, there's some additional ones that we don't look at so much, right? Uh, like our daily routine, schedule on a daily basis. What you do can affect a, a lot of other things, our ability or willingness to exercise. Uh, and sometimes, Paul, even the food that we eat, right, could creep in uh, those villains uh, and have ex uh, influence over what's going on. All right. So, you know, with every villain, like anything, there's – the heroes that come in to help defeat the villains. So that was the next thing we talked to was these heroes. So talk to us about them and the importance of having these heroes in our life to help defeat these villains. I mean, I mean, you were a successful fleet master chief yourself. I mean, we all know growing up that uh, our success wasn't derived from everything that we did. It was derived from the sailors that we surrounded ourselves with. I, I think that's part of the life of what we're talking about as far as those heroes. But the other thing is that the heroes that we look at, sometimes are within ourselves, right? We have to look at our, our own mindsets and our own beliefs to figure out where are the heroes that are going to help defeat anything that's out there, right? Mental toughness is a big hero to me. Uh, the mindset of mental, being mentally tough allows me to uh, have resiliency to come back every day uh, and, and do it better and, and learn from it. Uh, the other side of it is, is I, I was always told I should create a mastermind group. It could be people like you. It could be people like my sailors or whatever else, but it could also be individuals that maybe aren't with us anymore, right? One of my yep. biggest mentors uh, out there, he, he isn't with me anymore. My dad passed away in 06, but I still like to have conversations with my dad because I think he's, 
you know, I often think about, well, what would he do in these situations? Right. And it helps me work through, you know, whatever battle we're happening that's happening at that point. So I encourage everyone to sit down and look at that mastermind group that they have, right? If you don't have one, form one uh, and spend some intentional time on a weekly basis uh, with the group, understanding each individual has a strength to offer you to achieve the goals and, and stuff that you're trying to achieve, right? Yeah. Uh, but none of them are going to be able to help you unless you truly have a vision of what you're trying to achieve. I say that because I think some of the some of the biggest things missing from people uh, of having a hero or being able to be the hero in their own story, right, is creating a clear vision of what they're trying to achieve. Uh, obviously, Nate, two Navy guys sitting here talking, right? There was a book I read about three years ago, right? I, I don't know about you, but when I was a departmental master chief and even a divisional master chief, uh, maybe even as an LPO, right, I would often sit down and I would try and create mission and vision statements for me and my team, right? I always thought, man, these things are wordy. They're awful long. I don't know if they have clarity to them. Uh, do my sailors truly understand what I'm trying to achieve? Three years ago, I read a book. It's called Full Steam Ahead, ironically, yeah. uh, by an author by the name of Ken Blanchard and Jesse Lynn Stoner. And it's really their journey through this business that was created, how they created vision for their team and accomplished the goals of creating uh, a million-dollar empire within their, their organization. That one book has probably gave me more clarity on how to create vision for people uh, than any other book that I've read out there, man. Uh, so have a vision, right? Find that mastermind group that you can tie in and forecast that vision to and have conversations on a frequent basis, just like you would with any other team. Retired Fleet Master Chief Ray Kemp and I covered into this a little bit in a uh, podcast episode called uh, To Thine Own Self Be True. And uh, we talked about, frankly, hazards to your personal power base, right? You allow things to creep in. So sometimes those villains are going to be things like, hey, I got promoted and there's challenges that come with that, right? So now you're you you get perks, right? And people start to want to do things for you, right? So they're not deliberately trying to be villainous, but they bring in uh, there's these hazards that are introduced. And the first thing we talked about mitigating was having that circle of trust, right? So those key people, whether they're family members um, or close peers and others that you can talk to, and then who watch you from the outside to watch your behavior and your attitude, right? Because what you say and what you do is reflecting what you're thinking inside. So they're, and often we don't see that. So they're in a best position to do that for you. And then uh, other things I think yeah. about these networking and support groups, just like the one you're doing, Coffee Connect. I find, uh, you know, there's there's some support in that, right? There's sharing experiences. There's connecting with other people because no matter what people are going through, that villain is attacking other people at the same time, right? So those are your the heroes Absolutely. or other, other people motivational speakers right you see a lot of this literature and you see a lot of videos on this right and it's a positive you know it's always coming in with that positive message because yeah i mean we're all we all have goals and obstacles i think it's you can't just dismiss the fact that there's hazards and there's reality with achieving your goals right so some people try to communicate like hey you're going to start a business do you know the failure rates of a small business starting or you know when i was writing if you're going to write a book like hey Here's the reality with that. Those people aren't trying to be external villains. They're presenting a reality to you. But if you let your internal villains take that narrative, it can amplify it, and then it can actually create self-doubt, and maybe you don't even start, right? Exactly. So don't confuse advice yeah. so there, I mean, and reality. Go ahead. The Cutlass Podcast will return in a moment. For more than 100 years, naval professionals have counted on books such as the Chief Petty Officer's Guide to prepare them for the responsibilities as they advance in their careers 
and to serve as a ready reference and refresher when needed. The Chief Petty Officer's Guide provides unique insights into topics such as the one discussed in this podcast, which enable Navy chiefs and other leaders to achieve their objectives and positively influence their sailors, peers, and leadership. The Chief Petty Officer's Guide is essential and insightful reading for chiefs of any experience level, first-class petty officers who aspire to advance to chief, or anyone looking to reflect on the state of their leadership and management skills while benefiting from insights on the leadership and management approaches of U.S. Navy chiefs. Get your copy today at www.usni.org backslash books or online at your bookstore of choice. Signed and inscribed copies can be ordered at www.cutlessleadership.com. Now back to the Cutlass podcast. Knowing that our thoughts, right, lead to our beliefs and our beliefs lead to our actions and actions will lead to those results, right, uh, allow us to always have the choice of what's going on because as long as we can choose the thoughts that we have, then uh, our beliefs will fall in line and the actions will take place as well. You're right. There are always going to be obstacles, right? I mean, if you go through life and your refrigerator doesn't break or the roof doesn't uh, need repaired at some point or your car doesn't blow a tire, I, I would kind of wonder what magical world you were living in, yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, but all of that stuff happens, right? It's just a matter of how far are we going to let that uh, you know, get us down? I remember driving through traffic years ago, right? And you get cut off, and I was the typical uh, call it from my, you know, I got that habit from my dad or whatever, right? Uh, screaming absurdities and, and everything yeah. else. And now when that stuff happens, because I've trained my mind a little bit differently, right? I, I just say to myself, oh, well, you must be in a bigger hurry than I am. It's okay. Have a great day, right? Keeping that positivity to yourself and not letting, uh, you know, those villains creep in when it when when they could. No, as I say, those values and beliefs are shaped by those experiences, right, that you've had in the past. So it's a cycle, yeah. right? So you you see things, you hear things, you interpret, you assign value, and you believe things about those experiences or the things you've been told. Either you accept those or you reject them. And then, like I said, your attitude is shaped, right? Emotions come with that. And then the next thing you do, your attitude is shaping your behavior and you're saying and doing things that reflect that. So having realistic expectations and reframing the world around you into the positive thing, right? I'm not saying go into la-la land. We have a right, tendency right. to sometimes put too high of standards on ourselves internally. I mean, I often think about, you know, given the knowledge that I have today, really on this mindset issue, really, more so than anything else, right? If I would have known what I know today, just on uh, managing my emotions and managing my behaviors, right? Yeah. What a bigger impact I could have had uh, throughout my naval career. And I had a, a great impact. I don't doubt that one bit, but I think the influence could have been that much even larger yep. uh, if I could have just learned to manage myself a little bit better, right? But Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, I mean, I often yeah. talk about that, right, is um, – so as chief petty officers, right, we were shaped by an expectation of what a chief is. And some of the, you know, like I mentioned, the chief petty officer's guide, some of that narrative is based in fact and some of it's fiction, right? And what chiefs did before, maybe not so relevant and, you know, definitely not acceptable today. Sometimes you step off on the wrong foot thinking you start playing a role that you think you should be doing. It. It's not really. But again, that's shaped by those external influences. And then another thing yeah. we talked about, another point that came up, and you mentioned about your dad, but even authors and people who have written books or you know significant figures of influence that aren't around anymore or passed away, they can be heroes for you as well if you go back and read that stuff and take it in internally. Absolutely, right. So it, it's funny because if anybody ever gets a hold of my phone and they were to look at the, uh, the memo pad, right, uh, on my memo pad, I have a list 
uh, of my mastermind. And, and I add people to it and I take people away from it. Right. And, uh, it's really a matter of what, you know, how my goals are shifted, but I, I keep a focus on, you know, who are the people that I'm trying to listen to, uh, that are trying to steer me in the right direction and stuff and, and who's going to help me achieve the goals that I'm going to get. Uh, and if I'm, if I'm ever asking myself the question of, you know, is what I'm about to do going to get me to where I'm trying to get to? And if the answer is no, then my question is, is, well, why am I reading this book? Why am I talking to this person? Why am I doing what I'm doing? And, and if the answer is yes, right, then I, I want to figure out what way I can maximize the communication with that individual or that person or, or uh, that group, right? Uh, and I, I mean, often it's crazy. I told you I had, you know, conversations with my dad, but I mentioned somebody mentioned the other day, or one of the questions I, I talked about the other day was if you could have dinner with two people, right, uh, or lunch with two people, who would it be, and what would you ask them? Yes. And I I, I answered that question, and I said I think my question, my answer would be uh, one of our founding fathers, probably Thomas Jefferson, and uh, more so to ask him, listen, you know, our, right now we're interpreting the constitution in so many different ways. And we, you know, I want to know what was your intention and are we heading in the right direction? And yes. if not, what do we need to do? Right. Yep. Those are the questions. Uh, so your mastermind group doesn't have to be your next door neighbor or your best friend or anybody else. It can be anybody. Warren Buffett, obviously I'm in financial services. Warren Buffett is one of my you know, mastermind groups. Do I know Warren Buffett personally? No. Right. But there's enough resources and books and uh, articles out there on him that I can still listen to what he says and, and add to my conversation or add to my goals, right? You have so many talking points that are teed up. So normally you'll tee up a topic and then you'll have three questions, right? But we only have time in the breakout rooms to discuss one. So what were some of the talking points for our discussion on Tuesday that uh, we didn't really get to get into or some of the other key points you'd like the audience to consider on this topic? You know, some of the big things we didn't go into in detail, right? Uh, is often, you know, we have villains coming at us, right, fast and furious and sometimes attacking us daily, hourly. One of my mentors, uh, John Addison, uh, who, who is an actual co-CEO of our company a while back, he, he talks about, you know, attacking the alligator that's in front of you first. Imagine walking down uh, the golf course or walking down uh, the trail and there's multiple alligators that are coming out of the, the river at you or something, right? Obviously, you're not going to shoot for the one that's that's 50 feet away. You want the one that's closest to you first. Uh, and I think life is the same way, right? Attacking those alligators first. But I think that goes back to our daily routine, right? And I mentioned that early on as far as one of the villains. Uh, and what I meant by that was you got to have a daily routine. Yeah. And if you're, you know, for anybody that works out on a regular basis or anything like that, you realize that if you don't wake up at 530 to go work out, and you don't get up until nine, what's the, the chance that you're actually going to work out, right? Yeah. Uh, it's be, because you let something creep in that distracted you from what you were trying to achieve. And uh, our daily lives are no different. I, I encourage everyone to wake up with a routine. I encourage everyone to wake up grateful, right? Be grateful for something. I'm grateful for uh, 14 to 15 different things every day that I say I'm grateful for, right? And attitude is, and gratitude are the key. Uh, so I wake up with intention, purpose, gratitude, uh, and most importantly, I don't let anything distract me in that first two to three hours because that's my time uh, to be with me and, and uh, get me aligned for what I need to get done for the day. I would encourage everyone to keep a routine 
to help minimize uh, the effect of, of villains that could creep in. Uh, and then the last thing is purpose, man. Uh, yeah. uh, live with a purpose. Live with a purpose. Einstein said, hey, uh, compound interest is one of the most impactful forces that is out there, right? What he meant by that was I can list 10 attributes of my life, uh, and I can work on all 10 of them, but I'm really not going to make that big of an effect on any one of those, where if I just focus on one, this goes back to the alligator thing too, right? Yeah. If I just focus on one and I improve it by 10 or 12% or 15%, the compounding effect that it's going to have on my entire life is going to be bigger than as if I was to take uh, uh, time to try and you know work on every item every day. Right. Um, does, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I get that. And uh, I love the yeah, point so about villains or challenges to – you know, you talked about having a personal schedule, but what you're really talking about is like having good time management skills, having good organizational skills, having priorities and anything or any people that come in and try to interfere with those things you've created. I see that as another villain. So if you've got a good time management schedule, I tell people all the time, it's okay to protect that stuff, right? It's okay to say no um, and protect your time the way yeah. you've organized it to the extent you can. Obviously, things are going to come up that reprioritize your schedule for you. But for the most part, when we're going through our day-to-day, -day, you can stick to your schedule, but something just as simple as managing your email, right, and how people can come in from the outside with email. And if you have a tendency to just respond on the spot and you don't bend that time for email to a part of your day, you can find yourself, your time, your attention gets you know sent somewhere else, and then next thing you know, you're not achieving your goals or becoming less yeah. effective and efficient. So I think that's a good point. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So, okay, you mentioned one book already, but what other resources would you recommend? Any kind of books, articles, and then also where Ooh. people can get a hold of you to join the Coffee Connect sessions or consultation? I mean, I mentioned Full Steam Ahead. John Addison, our co our co CEO, I mentioned him earlier as well. He's got a book out. It's called Real Leadership: uh, The Nine Simple Practices Leading and Living a uh, with Purpose. Uh, that's been a great uh, inspire for me. Uh, Darren Hardy. Uh, also has a book that's called The Compound Effect. Uh, I just mentioned okay. the Einstein's theory about compound interest. Yep. Darren Hardy's Compound Effect goes through and talks about that, right? Uh, and then the last one I would mention, and more of a well-known person, obviously, John Maxwell uh, has a book. It's called Developing the Leader Within You. Yep. All of those have been great influencers for me, man, over the last couple of years here. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, Paul. I mean, when I was in the Navy, I didn't read a whole lot. Uh, you know, when I went through transition season, obviously, we were – uh, told to read a couple books, and I read during that time. But beyond that, I didn't read a whole lot. And so, I why was that? Why didn't you find? Was it you know? Because this is a villain thing, right? So it was good for you, but something stopped. What was it? Uh, man, I, I just I, no interest. Uh, I, there was a lack of motivation to do it, and I didn't see the value. Yes, uh, I didn't. I, I didn't see the value in it. Right? I thought, man, I'm learning from all these great leaders that are around me. These great captains and officers as well as the master chiefs and stuff that were around me what is a book maybe some civilian wrote I, you know, and doesn't have any military experience going to teach me and there was not that we only did those books but obviously there was a lot of uh military written books uh that were for us but yep. yeah i don't know it was it was just non-value area i've never been a big reader and yet in the last year i've read probably about 30 books gotcha was there something <laughs> uh, that changed so, your mindset uh, was a person or something else Coming into my, my business and, and kind of moving towards an entrepreneurial mindset, uh, I realized that there were things that I needed to learn, and I, it wasn't necessarily going to be 
somebody else being able to teach me that was right in front of me that I needed to reach out to other resources. And uh, a couple of the, the gentlemen that, uh, that I surround myself with now, Ian Pruckner and a few other people, they kind of pointed me to some of these directions. And I was like, man, these books are phenomenal. And the, you know, that's when I really started realizing that my mindset was uh, really kind of jacked a little bit uh, on how I thought. And, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's so kind of what were... led me to my success. I think those are the biggest resources. Podcasts and, and SoundClouds are another big thing. I listen to a lot of audios. Okay. Uh, there are a lot of great people out there doing audios, right? Les Brown is, an, uh, is a big influencer for me. Uh, on the business side, Coffee Connect itself, guys, uh, just to answer your other question, yeah. right, Coffee Connect, connect with me on LinkedIn, or you can look up Coffee Connect on LinkedIn. Uh, if you do hashtag Coffee Connect, it should come up as one of your searches. Uh, Rodney Chronister, uh, I should be the only Rodney Chronister, I think, on LinkedIn. I don't know yes, that for sure. that's but, a pretty unique uh, name, right? Yeah, but definitely connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm probably the only retired master chief on LinkedIn that's Rodney Chronister. So connect with me on LinkedIn. I can get you connected to the group. Uh, we'll definitely send you out the invite so you can get connected with us every Tuesday morning, uh, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we log into Zoom uh, just for, for a great time with some great people. Yep, and it's uh, like I said, I'll put all that in the episode description so they've got that opportunity to see those uh, if they want. And uh, I'll follow back up on the point you made about reading, right? So there's a perfect example of whatever that villain was that kept you from investing in time and reading. You had those heroes that came in and turned you on to the value. But I'll jump in as a hero now, right? So for those of you out there that for some villain shaping your devaluing of reading, it's not just about learning something or learning a different perspective, right? That's important. But I'm telling you, reading is going to introduce you to general information. It makes your writing skills better. It makes your speaking skills better, right? It just broadens many areas of your life. So if you're not reading and don't have a reading routine, I'd encourage you to do that. So so uh, my guest today has been retired mass chief, licensed financial advisor and founder of the networking group Coffee Connect, Rodney Chronister. Uh, Rodney, thanks for taking some time with me to offer these insights and have this discussion. Yeah, thank you, Paul. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'll see you at the next Coffee Connect. Yeah, that sounds great. That sounds great. All right, guys. Thanks again for listening to the Cutlass Podcast. If you want to learn more about the topic we discussed today or in any other episodes, check out the Chief Petty Officer's Guide or the other resources that I'll list in the episode description. To provide me feedback or suggest topics for future episodes, please email me at cutlassleadership at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe to the Cutlass Podcast on your podcast channel and then like, share, and comment so that you can help me get this information out and about. I'm Paul Kingsbury. I want you to work hard to keep your leadership cutlass sharp. I want you to reflect, improve, and then take what you learn and become a sturdy, versatile, incredible leader who makes a positive difference in your personal and professional life.